Welcome to Allendale Market Talk Podcast. This is Greg McBride and Mike Lung. A little bit of housekeeping to start things off, Mike. Allendale has a new product uh, that we are launching uh, this week. It's called Allendale Snapshot. Uh, For more information on that, uh, go to our website, allendale-inc.com. This is going to be a big deal for us. Uh, We're going to try and uh, uh, condense some of the information we're giving to you and uh, make it uh, uh, more readily available. So it's pretty exciting. Uh, I believe it uh, launches as of tomorrow. Uh, so uh, as we get ready for this USDA report, uh, we'll have some uh, some new information for you. Most definitely. That'll be out tomorrow at 8 a.m. Uh, and getting to what we want to talk about here today, we're going to be going with our continuing education series, uh, this time going with trading systems, uh, how to use them, why to use them, and uh, all the good stuff that comes with them. So this is not just us saying, "Hey, let's uh, let's buy a buy a put and sell two calls." This is not us uh, saying, "Hey, you need to hedge." This is getting into specifics of uh, looking at, say, Bollinger bands or moving averages or um, RSI and uh, the MACD. So, correct? That's where that's where we're going with this thing. That is correct. All right. Well, let's dive right in, and let's. There's a there's a few of them that are kind of the same. Uh, they're not, they don't do the exact same thing, but they do uh, kind of give uh, the same indicators. Uh, let's talk about the MACD, uh, the RSI, and stochastics, Mike. What to, what do you have uh, to to share with us on those? Yeah. So they're all built a little bit differently, as you can easily tell just looking at the indicators on a chart. Uh, but there are all under the oscillator tab and if you were to say pull up all three and put them on your chart it would be a little misleading because they are all derived from the same information and the most it's going to give you is each one confirming the other so you're going to be wanting to use those to really be watching is there a uh, trend change happening uh what kind of strength is it going with but you don't want to use them all to try and say, all right, all of them are saying that we are really bullish or we're really bearish because they all will say the same thing. So watching all three of them at the same time is just really confirmation bias at that point. So these uh, these give you an indication that uh, the possibility for uh, for a change in trend. Um, are they giving you any other information? Because obviously, you know, uh, say the MACD is built off of uh, uh, moving averages, and the RSI uh, tends to give you uh, an idea of whether you're getting oversold or overbought. But what do, I mean, what's the real difference there? Why would you uh, follow one versus the other? Really, it's just personal preference. Uh, they're both basically telling you the same thing. If you're watching the RSI or the stochastics and the MACD, you can see the MACD crosses when we cross uh, the uh, thresholds, that 80 and 20 uh, threshold for the RSI. Uh, so they're giving you the same kind of indicator. Uh, one gives you uh, just different pictures. So you're really just going to want to pick one, stick to it, and really know that indicator. Uh, and why you're following it besides mm-hmm. say, okay, this is crossing and this just crossed. So that's telling me that we should be long or we should be short. Uh, Cause like I said before, they're both basically the same thing, just given through a different picture. Mm-hmm. Okay. Now let's, uh, let's move uh, a little bit uh, further in and let's talk about uh, moving averages and like, uh, uh, let's go specifically talking about 
what types of moving averages or what period moving averages uh, are you using and, and why do you use those uh, as opposed to, to others? Yeah, so when you're setting up your trading strategy, what you want to do is figure out which time frame am I trading? Am I a long-term trader? Am I a short-term trader? Or am I a medium-term trader? And that's really going to be showing, giving you what kind of moving average you should be looking at. Am I a long-term trader? If so, I'm going to be looking probably that 50 to the 200-day moving averages because it's giving me a longer term of what I'm looking at for a market trend as opposed to if I'm just looking to be in and out weekly, I'm probably going to be looking at the 5 or 10-day moving average. And the reason I'm going to be looking at increments of 5 or maybe a little bit shorter, maybe a little bit longer, but the increments of 5 is going to be giving you your week's uh, moving average. So 5-day, that's going to be your weekly moving average. 10-day, two weeks, 15-day, three weeks, because you have five trading days during the week, usually, unlike this week where we have four. Uh, so that's what I'd be looking at just as a baseline. Some people, they like looking at, say, a four-day or six-day or nine-day, just give them a little bit of a front-running indicator to the 10-day or the uh, or the five-day, if you're using mm -hmm. a four-day, something that just be a little bit shorter trend than what the majority of trade is looking at. Okay. Now let's, uh, let's talk about some of these other systems uh, that you're using. Cause I know, you know, as we've talked over the last uh, few months that you are, uh, you, you're working towards uh, being a, uh, a technician and what kind of, uh, what kind of systems are you using uh, on a daily basis and, and why do you uh, prefer to use those? So I'm using moving averages, uh, I like to use them because you do have a majority of trade looking at them. So you know that if everyone's looking at them, you get a little bit of a confirmation bias because everyone's seen the same thing there. Mm -hmm. uh, so I, I like having the basic moving averages up. I like having the MACD uh, up just because you need, you need some kind of oscillator to give you that directional uh, trend, something to keep you looking there. Uh, also like using sediment indicators. Uh, RJ O'Brien has a sediment indicator that is based off of managed money, index funds, and uh, producer merchant, and what percentage uh, they are long to short. So say with the uh, say with the managed money, you're looking at managed money right now, they are 90% bullish on RGO's uh, sediment ind index because 90% of managed money is long compared to short. And what that means is you have a lot of people, obviously, watching the long side, but we may be going to an overdone point because we are at the extreme uh, 90%, as opposed to if you were saying at 15 or 20%, showing that a majority of the trade is short and potentially a good area to be looking at long positions because of how his, uh, overly bearish the trade as a whole is, looking for that um, maximum period of either bullishness or bearishness that typically uh, tops out or bottoms out the uh, commodity markets. Okay. Now, are you using uh, are you using any uh, uh, studies uh, to like? Um, are you doing anything with? Oh, let's call it uh, Fibonacci's uh, uh, or any anything uh, uh, like GAN uh, or anything like that. Are you using those uh, in your, your technical analysis here or your studies? I'm using Fibonacci. Uh, I use uh, Elliott Wave, which is largely based off of Fibonacci retracements, extensions, things along those lines. So I do use uh, Fibonacci. Uh, 
but I, I haven't used GAN as much. I do know how to use the GAN fans and all that good stuff, but it just hasn't shown a, a terrific track record of working, uh, working well, at least from my uh, point of view. I haven't fully back-tested it to uh, give the idea, but I really like the Elliott Wave. A lot of technicians you'll see uh, are looking at Elliott Wave, and that's one of the reasons I am uh, following it, because like I said with the moving averages, if you have a large amount of people looking at this indicator or this type of study, it's going to help confirm the study because so many people are looking at it. Mm-hmm. Now I know one other one that uh, that you uh, you and I have looked at uh, uh, is the uh, Ichimoku. Um, can you explain that one uh, and and what you get out of that one? So what that is is it's a combination of uh, three indicators. You have a lagging uh, price indicator, which is a 26 day uh, price. It's it's today's price just set back 26 days, showing whether or not we're trading above or below. This uh, the trade 26 days prior, uh, showing if we're in uptrend or downtrend. You got a momentum indicator, which is composed of two lines. Uh, you have the, and I am most definitely going to butcher the names, but Tenkan Sen and then uh, Kijun Sen, which are your uh, indicators. Uh, those are your momentum indicators. And when the Tekan is above or below the Kijun, which again, don't quote me on the names, uh, but <laughs> when that the one that starts with the T is above the one that starts with the K, uh, that's going to be your indicator to follow it uh, in a bullish sense, as opposed to if it's below, you'll be following it on the short side. And then finally, you have what's called the cloud. And what the cloud is showing you is a leading indicator and showing you that there is a potential for a change in uh, change in trend going forward. Uh, mm. You'll when you see the cloud flips, that's when the trend should be looking at some kind of change or slowdown at that point. So it's another one that's interesting, but definitely you need to know it before you actually trade it because looking at it on a chart looks very busy and very complicated if you don't know exactly what you're looking at there. Well, if you've got uh, a minute here, let's uh, let's put this into practice uh, real quick. And and um, not that we're going to give any, uh, any kind of uh, uh, specific uh, trade recommendations, but um, take a look at, say, the November beans okay. and give us a quick breakdown of what you're seeing uh, and how you look at this, uh, how you look at this chart uh, using uh, these uh, uh, these indicators and these studies. Uh, and and let's go off of that, these trading uh, uh, trading strategies here. Definitely. So if you're looking at the November beans, you got the 10, 25, 50 day and 100 day all moving higher. Uh, so it's showing you that the median, uh, short to long-term trend is actually uh, higher at this point with the 200 days moving a bit sideways. So it's showing you that trend is higher. You have the uh, MACD that is open to the upside, again, confirming that higher trend. And what it's telling you right now is there's not a lot of reason from a technical basis to be uh, looking at taking profit on your longs or your shorts. And at this point, it's not saying uh, that it's slowing down much either. You might start to see these indicators start to narrow in or move back uh, to a more neutral or down uh, movement. But as of right now, it's saying that you don't need to really tighten in your stops uh, that much. You don't have to worry about it 
again, this is just what the indicators are saying. This is not a trade recommendation, but it's saying that right now trade is showing a long uh, biased. But on the flip side, you have, like I said, managed money that is 90% bullish right now, and that is a historically uh, bullish sentiment and could be a tipping point for this market as well. So that's something that when you do look at the sentiment indicator saying, hey, maybe I should reel in my bullish bets at this point because there's so many people getting so uh, enthusiastically long at this point. Uh, so that's where you get the multiple indicators that are telling you a different story, that you have a majority of them on one side, but this uh, third indicator is saying, hey, maybe I should roll up my stop to a little bit closer in case, say, we get a blow off top or something along the lines. So at this point, most indicators are pointing long with the sentiment indicator pointing that you should be uh, watching this very cautiously. Mm -hmm. Okay. Now, is uh, is there anything uh, um, from a, a perspective on uh, uh, on the short ter term uh, that tells you that maybe we are getting to that point where there could be? Uh, is there any weakness uh, in the short term? Um, you know, we saw. A, and this is just going to go off of the, the day after Labor Day, but we saw a lot of a lot of movement in that uh, in that market today. Was there anything that kind of said maybe we're getting a little uh, uh, period of exhaustion up here at these uh, at these levels? Yes. So if you're looking at the stochastic indicator, uh, it is showing that you did not make new highs on stochastics as you did with price movement here today, which is showing what you would call a divergence in the oscillator to the price movement, which is a negative uh bearish sign at this point so it is showing that you should be tempering your your bullish expectations at this level even though a majority trade through the summit indicator is saying that there's no uh there's no way this can go down that's typically when you do have that big turnaround uh, is when so many people are, are on one side of the boat and all of a sudden you just start moving the weight to the other side of the boat extremely quickly and then everyone starts freaking out and panicking yeah, don't rock the boat. So, what else do we need to be looking at here, Mike? Is there are are there any other uh, uh, things that uh, you wanted to mention uh, as we do this continuing education uh, here today? Um, what else do we uh, do we need to be looking at? When you're putting these trading strategies together, always make sure that you're using your risk tolerance and risk management properly. Make sure you're not pulling out your stops because there's no way it can happen. Because as we've seen. So many times before, and especially this year, you can never account for those black swan events coming in and completely ruining your your strategy. So keeping those stops in place helps keep your risk managed, and especially against these un unforeseen circumstances that could very well take place at any moment uh, with all the balls that are up in the air right now. Right. Lots of uh, lots of fundamental issues that uh, don't necessarily play into this uh, just yet. You know, as we see the uh, the energies uh, starting to to back off uh, over the last uh, three or four sessions and then the dollar gaining strength. Uh, those are uh, those are uh, outside uh, uh, macro markets that could play a play a role in this. As we saw this uh, this spring, uh, the energies uh, play into so many other markets that uh, they can. Uh, they can have a, an effect on a market that uh, even uh, looks as bullish as as the soybeans right now. 100%. Yeah, as you just mentioned, when we we saw people pull their money out of the energies and out of the equities, we also saw them pull them out of the commodities, except for I, I think the only thing earlier during March that was rallying was bonds. Uh, so 
again, nothing saying that we're not going to go back into a, a shutdown uh, out of nowhere. And everyone's looking to pull their money out of the market and in, underneath their uh, mattresses at this point. Mm-hmm. Very good. So if you guys have any questions or would like to know more about our snapshot product that is new to Allendale and will be released tomorrow at 8 a.m., please give give us a call at 800-262-7538. But today for Allendale Market Talk, this is Mike Long and Craig McBride. You guys have a great one out there.